patience. I thought about how I wanted to approach this, and I thought at first that maybe I would just choose a pew and come sit with you all for five or ten minutes, and we would medicate together. And then I thought that would eventually get back to the boss, and he might not be too happy with that. So we take a different approach. And I sat down in my favorite chair in my living room and began to type some things up on my laptop for today's message. And lo and behold, this kitty cat jumped up in my lap. Now, I've shared this story with some of you before. I'm not really a cat person. I'm a dog person, and for those that know me, I'm a pig person, but not so much a cat person. I've learned a lot of lessons about cats. This cat has adopted our family. We didn't find the cat. The cat found us. In fact, it was uh, about eight months ago, uh, right before Thanksgiving, that the cat showed up and knocked on the back door, and my lovely wife and daughter opened the back door and provided some milk for the cat, and the cat has not left. And so I've learned lots of valuable lessons from the cat. But the cat has taught me some valuable lessons as well. So as I was typing on my laptop, it's amazing how quickly cats learn how to type on a keyboard. And Luna was trying to help with the sermon, but it wasn't going real well. So I picked Luna up and set her back down on the floor, only moments later to find her back up in my lap. And that's when I realized that Luna was helping me to understand the importance of patience. That's exactly right. She wanted me simply to be present with her. And I stopped what I was doing. I closed up the laptop. I petted her for about 15 seconds. And off she went. But it was a good lesson in patience. Now, I'm not a very patient person. I don't like to wait, as my family will attest to. As we're driving through town in a busy summer season, I'm often found encouraging the drivers in front of us to use their turn signals or speed up when necessary. So I struggle with patience, but here is some good news. There is a lot of good stuff in the Bible about patience. There is direction that the Bible provides us about patience. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. If nothing else, Luna the cat showed me the importance of simply taking a breath and waiting for a moment. Being patient opens our heart and our mind to the work of the Holy Spirit. Of course, if being patient was an easy task, we wouldn't need to be prompted so much. All too often, we rely on ourselves. This morning in our Sunday school class, one of the participants reminded me how easy it is to tell God what we're going to do and ask Him to bless that. Uh, I am living proof of that for 45-some years. And then it kind of dawned on me, perhaps I should have a little patience and listen 
for some direction from the Lord and let Him tell me what should be done as opposed to me telling Him what I was going to do and simply asking Him to bless it. Again, all too often we rely on ourselves to make decisions and to set our course. When we are patient and invite God into our lives, good things happen. There is fulfillment from the Scriptures. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the muck and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. I'm hearing God say to me, Steve, have patience, my son. Patience. It's a gift, a fruit of the Spirit. So I really should value it. Patience. It's a work in progress. Now, I think that we as worshipers here at First Presbyterian Church all value patience and exhibit patience more often than not. But there's more to it. We live in a divisive time. All you need to do is open social media or watch the news. And it's not going to get any better anytime soon. As Christians, we are called to be patient not just with ourselves here at church, but with all others outside of these walls. Paul pleads with the Ephesians. I Therefore, the prisoner in the Lord beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Now, looking back at the Ephesians at that time, there was great divisiveness in the church, and Paul, he was pleading with the church in an effort to bring folks together. And Paul starts off talking about the fact that he is the prisoner in the Lord. And when I moved into the realm of of loving God and worshiping Jesus as our Lord and Savior, I struggled a little bit with that whole prisoner concept. But, But here's the deal. God is a very graceful and forgiving and patient God. He did not give up on me when I didn't turn to him directly. But he waited. He waited for me. And in fact, as my love has grown deeper for our God, I too feel as though I am a prisoner in the Lord. But a prisoner in a good sense. It's not that I have to be Christian. It's not that I have to follow the teachings of Jesus. It's that I want to, and that I feel compelled to, and I feel attached and tethered, but it's a good thing. And so I can see Paul's perspective here as he's trying to relate to the Ephesians, and he uses the word, beg you, I beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. Now, if you look at the NIV, it's a little different. But the NRSV, the the version that we're looking at right here, talks about the calling to which you have been called. 
It's not the calling for me to be a firefighter and squirt water. It's the calling to take the gifts that God has given me and expand them into His glory, to serve Him, to do His work. And I think sometimes we miss that. Just as I said earlier, God, here's what I'm going to do. Please bless it. I think we do that a lot. And we're successful in what we're doing. And we're thinking that, in fact, that may be our calling. When God is more or less preparing us for what He wants us to do for that ultimate calling. So Paul here is imploring the Ephesians to lead a life worthy of the calling that they have been called by God. And not just lead a life toward that calling, but lead a life with humility and gentleness and patience. And for a lot of us, all three of those can be difficult. It can be difficult to be humble, gentle, kind. It can be really difficult to be patient, but that's what we're called to do. Understanding that not every day we're going to meet with great success, but ultimately that is the calling which we have been called. Leading the life with humility and gentleness and patience. But there's more. Bearing with one another in love. Paul is looking at a divided church and encouraging them to not only live with humility and gentleness and patience, but to care for one another with love. With love. And if you've heard me preach before, you know that you know, that's my go-to passage. Love God, love your neighbor. Till we can get that right, we've still got a lot to work on. But in these divisive times that we're living now, when our opinions might differ than our neighbors or the person that we're sitting next to in the pew, it's okay that we might disagree or even have significant moral, ethical, or faith-related differences in opinions. We can still live our lives with humility and gentleness and patience and treat each other with love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit, the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Those were some pretty powerful words from Paul in a strong message to the Ephesians that I encourage you to meditate over, to have some patience with and understanding that in these challenging times we can turn to Scripture for some guidance. And if you notice the terms gentleness, patience, love, and peace that are up there, fruits of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit at work here. Being patient opens our heart and our mind to the work of the Holy Spirit. Paul affirms this in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 18, and this is uh, from the 
um, living Bible translation. As the Spirit of the Lord works within us, we become more and more like Him. Isn't that what it's all about? Indeed, let us become more like Christ. Humble, gentle, patient. May it be so this day and forevermore. Amen.